gracious thank goodness we have somebody else in the studio with us uh can we please introduce the one and only zania wood hello hello zania hello 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 uh so good to have you here so why why do we have somebody else in our studio this evening we have zania here because um so many people listened to our trailer and got excited about it. And some of the feedback was that we had given an example of a, um, a wisecrack. We gave example of a teaching of some teaching tales, but we didn't give an example of an inspiring story. So tonight we have Xenia here to share her very exciting um, inspiring story. So let's introduce Xenia Wood. So she uh, is alumni. Her primary school that she went to uh, was Bulimba State School in Queensland. Her secondary school that she attended was Balmoral State High School. And the university that she attended, which is weirdly exactly the same as our very own Mr. Will White, was the University of Queensland. Yes. So why do you tell us a bit about Xenia Wood. Xenia is a strong, confident and outspoken woman with an incredible ability to dig deep when the going gets tough. Owner of multiple health businesses and coach to other health professionals as a transformation specialist. She represented Queensland uh, in volleyball for nine years. She was a semi-finalist in Ninja Warrior, coach of a three-time world champion bodybuilder. I'm exhausted just reading that. And most of all, she is Shaz's all-time favourite student. Oh, yes, she is. I do currently have about 100 students at Mastery Skills Australia who are throwing things at their, at their um, whatever recording device they're listening to right now. But absolutely, um, I had the privilege of shepherding Zenny Wood through her, um, her teenage years, through her uh, puberty, if you may, those wonderful years. It was glorious, wasn't it, Zenia? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and we are so excited to have to to have her here tonight um to share uh share some of her story. Yeah, it's great to have you, uh Zenia. Thank you very much for coming on. Um no surprises for guessing who you might speak about, but can you tell us about a teacher who positively positive, positively impacted your life? <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, um, a bit of a probable self-plug, um, Shaz probably was quite strategic in her choice of of guest, <laughs> knowing what I would say. Um, but no, honestly, Shaz was, was that teacher for me who positively impacted me. Um, and that's not just because um, she twisted my arm and gave me a hundred bucks on the side. Um, that's the truth. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll claim that later. It's all right. I'll send you my details. Um, but no, Absolutely. she really casual really card. Me... <laughs> you can yeah, gift card. <laughs> Some fuel vouchers would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but yeah, yes, I think she so just made us made us feel like friends rather than students but always towing the line between you know that that teacher who was really caring and um would always really compel you with her stories and then you're like 
oh shit, I, I'm learning things. And, and you, you were so engaged in the story that you forgot about <laughs> the fact that you're actually in the classroom and there was a lesson to it. So um, I think that was a very uh, tactful skill that Shaz has um, to be able to, you know, tell jokes at her own expense and, and really um, light up a classroom and, and make you forget that you're there to, to learn and it, and it feels more like an experience. Yeah, great. That's not an easy thing to do as a teacher. Um, did she change your perspective on the world or broaden your horizons or open up something new to you? Um, and if so, how did she do it? I think the thing that Shaz really instilled in me was the willingness to do the hard things and then also smile about it afterwards. I think um, one of my defining uh, moments as a, as a student of Shaz's back in the day was um, what Shaz would probably call a very proud teacher moment um, when she was training us through what's called fartlek training, which is like horrific and it, it's like hit training but worse um, for, for PE. And um, I think there was six or seven students in the class, including myself, who had a sneaky little tactical vom afterwards um, because it's such a high intensity thing. Um, and she was, she was beaming. She couldn't get the smile off her face. She was like, Oh, everyone worked really hard and that's what's supposed to happen. And I'm so excited. Um, so I think, you know, through those, those moments where you're pushed to your nth degree, but then, you know, have a smile and a joke about it afterwards and, um, really pushing us to be the best versions of ourselves and, and, it wasn't, you know, everyone had to be the best student, but I, I really saw and felt that she made us do our best. And, and you know, I was obviously, like I said, I was a volleyballer for nine years. And so I know that, you know, Shad sort of came in going, look, I know that you're going to do well at this as part of PE curriculum, but if you don't do your best, you're not getting an A. Um, and so it was really about making sure that we sort of stood up to what we were capable of, not what was I guess the standard or you know being able to sort of just lay back and cruise because um, she knew that we had more yeah. capabilities. That is um, it's it's so interesting as a teacher we haven't actually talked about this before I've I've I, I loved you as a student and I've loved you ever since and I followed your career and I'm so proud of you but we don't as teachers we don't get to hear that very often I knew that you enjoyed being in my classroom um and I did feel very proud when all of those kids were vomiting which <laughs> sounds more sadistic than it really is it's pretty um it is, does sound sadistic but it, it, it came from a good place um so um thank you thank you for sharing that that's that's really enlightening um for me as well so what um I guess so that was great in the moment. So what what actual positive impact has that had on your life, if any, beyond the classroom then? Yeah, I think beyond the classroom, it really comes back to, you know, like you don't actually remember what the teachers teach you. You remember how you felt. You remember how um, you were around them. And so, you know, you might not be able to remember algebra equations or things like that, but you really remember those sort of life lessons in, in very quite formative years of your life. And so I think, um, the lessons that were taught that weren't textbook based were always the ones that I think stick with us. Um, and I just think feeling really supported through those challenging moments was huge for me. And, um, <laughs> as Jazz knows, I'm a little bit of an emotional one. Um, 
But it's really just the belief that... <laughs> <laughs> and then Shaz is going to get the water wax on. Um, it's really just the belief yeah, absolutely. Of, <laughs> of someone who, you know, is outside your family who really believes and pushes and challenges you to be more than you feel capable of. And yeah, so I think, I think for me, it was, it was not only that she pushed us because I think most teachers have a, have a great ability to do that, but she was also someone who really walked the walk. Um, And that's, that's really where I sort of gravitated towards her as, um, as my favorite teacher, because she wasn't just the one saying, do this, do that, but you'd see her, you know, doing her hammer throat training and, and doing putting in the reps with her fart leg and telling us about how she vomited on the weekend after her training and, and just the way that she sort of, I guess, carried herself professionally as well. And was always doing her own upskilling. It was really inspiring to see. And I think that that's the thing that really impacts us the most is, is watching what those, um, those mentors or those really um, powerful adults around us are doing um, who are our examples or role models as opposed to listening to what they say. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Mm. And, um, and, and I don't know when you sleep, Xenia, because I have tracked <laughs> your, um, your career, obviously along, um, you know, you graduated from school and you've gone to uni and, and, and you're mid twenties and, you are not just doing something, you're doing everything. So lots of you um, may have seen Xenia on Ninja Warrior this year and um, caused a massive disruption in my household. Um, Xenia <laughs> is an absolute hero to my son, Xavier. Um, but there's so much beyond you. You're not just a Ninja Warrior um, superstar. You have, tell us everything. What have, what have you been doing? What have you done? Um, I guess, I guess the biggest things that I've done have all stemmed from really taking those leap early days. So I graduated from exercise physiology, which is basically, um, all of the best parts of, of physiotherapy and personal training blended into one, as I like to call it. So we do none of the hands-on stuff. We don't have to touch people at diagnose and we get to do all the fun exercise stuff and we blend rehab into that. Um, but I remember early on in my career, it was actually before it effectively as it started, I had the option to go to this cushy sort of nine to five or this work for yourself and we'll support you try and figure it out and you can build your own thing um, and be sort of self-employed. And I chose that option in spite of my family saying, that's silly. You get a good job to get good pay, to get good holiday leave, to retire early or well. Um, and especially coming from conventional schooling and then university. And I was, I was, I was the kid who was destined to thrive in all of the educational systems because I loved school. Mm. Um, but I think what I realized once I got out of school is that I loved being able to craft and create my own world around that. And so now what I've done and it's, um, I'm 29, so a little bit older than, than maybe you realise, Jess, pushing your age Wait, maybe a touch. I, um, well, I, I, I round down. I turned 42 <laughs> yesterday and I say I'm late 30s. So um, so, so that's just how the math works, all right, as you get a touch, yeah. uh, touch older. Yeah, yeah thankfully yeah. wasn't my yeah. math teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, that's okay. We've got our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, no, so I think I think for me, what I'm doing now um, is is really using what I've learned through schooling, through university, and the biggest changes and impacts that I'm having in in my community and my world is transforming the lives of. Um, of our community and other health professionals and, and personal trainers through um, both technical upskilling, so educational mentoring and business upskilling too. So um, we have a team of five employees and um, yeah, through that we wow. we train up people to make sure that they can help more people um, in, in the health space so that uh, I guess, you know, my mission being to never have another health professional leave the industry because they don't know how to run a business. Um, and I think that that in turn really helps the world effectively because we see so many really young personal trainers who are very excited and enthused. And then by the time they're late 20s, they're in real estate because they couldn't make it work and they found something that made them more money, even though their passion lied in in health. And so mm. I think if we have more health practitioners who last in the industry and who aren't burnt out, who don't leave early, then that helps our healthcare system in perpetuity and, and I guess helps the world. <laughs> so that's my that's, that's my little sure. stamp on it. Love it. Absolutely. We're trying to do the same sort of thing. We're trying to keep teachers in the industry as well um, to, to shine a light on the positive side of education and of teaching and what can be done. Um, and, you know, these inspiring stories are a big part of that. Like clearly you've developed the abilities and you to dig deep when the going gets tough. Um, you're a coach in many pursuits, and I'm interested in knowing how it is you get people to embrace challenge consistently. I mean, obviously you're dealing with motivated people. But motivation fluctuates. And I see this in teaching a fair bit. How do you get people to buy in consistently? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it comes from those small wins or those small runs on the board that I'm sure that, you know, happen in the classroom too, where you start kids yeah. with learning basic skills first and then you build on top on top. Um, and and then having having you be their safety net for letting them sort of go out and take the jump and take the leap and know that it's okay if, if things don't go well and, and you have to come back and retreat, we'll go back out again and we'll send you out with new skills and different tactics and, and you try again. But I think if we're in this pursuit of truly wanting to help people, whether it's in education or in health or whatever endeavor, I think that we really need to put our own fears aside and recognize that this is bigger than us and this is bigger than our fear. And at the end of the day, people don't care if you're a little bit nervous people care that you help them <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely cheering yes Good. indeed yes. yes indeed and unfortunately this cheering sound effect goes for a lot longer than yeah. is actually comfortable so the cheering is <laughs> just going to keep on going on but that big. is how much that's exactly right got a very big studio audience today we really, we really, really do. Try to quiet them down. Oh, my gosh. So, um, oh, no, come on, guys. Come on, come guys. On, come on, That'll come do. On. We, love we love it. We love you. Come on. Take your seats. Oh, oh my please. goodness. 
Quiet, and please. Jimmy, sit down at the back, please. And Xenia would know who I'm talking about when I say Jimmy, sit down at the back. Is that is that right? Yeah. Joke. Oh, <laughs> indeed. And hey, out there, Jimmy, if you're listening, I hope hey, you two have landed on your feet and are thriving. In fact, I know that he is, which is great. Um, thank you, Xenia, so much. That is um, a truly inspiring story. I love that you're even you're not you're we need exercise uh, physiologists but you're not going to rest there you're going to scale that up you're going to keep more people in the business and you're exactly right Whitey this is exactly what we're doing this podcast for yes that's um, right we we want our fellow teachers to know the impact that they're having in their classrooms absolutely all right um we are about pretty much out of time so I want to just um Make sure we, all of our listeners know that our uh, what our Facebook, all of our socials are, because that's what um, that's how you can reach us, and that's how you can share your stories. So we have obviously our Facebook and Instagram accounts on Teachers Change Lives podcast. Um, you can connect with us there. Um, we have got that. Um, we have got uh, an email address. But before I put Whitey on the spot, there, I'm going to ask Zenia. Do you have any socials that our listeners can reach you on? Yeah, um, I've made it reasonably simple. Everything is Swift Movement Academy, uh, regardless of what platform or channel. And then just because I've started another business, um, we now have Swift Coaches Academy. So um, if you're interested in movement, if you're potentially interested in rehab, the Movement Academy is for you. And then Coaches Academy is for the Swift Coaches Academy is for the health um, industry. Fabulous. So if you want to learn how to grow your grow your health business and stay in the business, you you obviously connect with Xenia there. That's awesome. All right, so Whitey, I gave you some prep time. What is our email address? Let's see if we can truly grow a friend. Here we go, Whitey, go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for Q. Yeah, drumroll, here we go. Um... Teachers Change Lives Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, see, who says you can't teach an old dog new see? tricks? Growth Very mindset. impressive. Growth mindset. Growth mindset right there. All right, so um, what are we actually asking people to do with all of those um, socials and the email address? Um, Whitey, what are we actually yeah. wanting them to send to us? We're asking people to send in their weekly wisecracks, which are little jokes that you say in the classroom, little spontaneous gags that you come up with that don't. That doesn't have to make the students laugh it, as long as it makes you laugh. Come on, share it. We want to hear it. I've got plenty of them. We want to hear your teaching tales as well, which are funny stories that happen in the classroom or outside the classroom in the school environment um, that can only happen in the teaching environment, those quirky, funny moments that you get yourself into with students. And we want more of these inspiring stories um, that Jenny has just shared with us today. Absolutely. All right. Well, that sums up for tonight. So if we're um, packing up, then I guess Zenia, for the last time, can I ask you to please tuck your chair in, stand behind your desk. And uh, thank you very much for sharing your story. It's been such a delight for to have you here with us. Um, and I hope that we can hear more people coming forward to share their inspiring stories as well in the future. All right. Adios, amigos. Thanks, Zenia. See you later, Zenia. See ya. Beautiful. Bye. Powered by Riverside.